1: Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's always fun to create conversation. It's what we do on arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. We are unplugged and totally uncut with actor Chris Cooper and his wife, author, and playwright, Marianne Leon. You too, my God, it's like you guys were living in my house when it when it comes to within. I mean, I mean, everything from, from the turkeys, I have doves, you guys had turkeys, but everything about your story in this is just so spot on.
2: This is great. Oh, great. This is great. We went into uh, we went into uh, Manhattan uh, to see uh, this this film uh, inv- invited uh, all these uh 12 13 um, couples were invited to you know take a, a viewing of the film and a little after party. And so in the same respect, you know, Rosie Perez who did a did a vignette came over with her husband to uh, marianne and me and she said we were we when we watched your segment we were elbowing each other because <laughs> we recognized so much of this relationship yeah
3: they're, they're, they weren't the only ones either another couple came up and said yeah we elbowed each other the entire time
1: so. oh my god even even the distance and stuff like that do you want me to sit over here and chew on these these nuts and stuff like that i mean that's <laughs>
3: Oh, misophonia is more common than we know, right? Right. Yeah.
1: And and, and it's so true. And I'll, I'll tell you one of the things that, that really, uh, an elbower, I guess, would be when, when you kept checking in with the death count, because, I mean, it was because I was always, to this day, I'm still looking at those numbers.
3: Uh, it's true. It's really true. That's, that's what we were doing. It was uh, the only, I, and this, Chris says, this is the closest role to his actual self, that, uh, he's ever played so that was fun and the part that made me mad was that he did a quip in in the scene that was funnier than anything I had written I was so mad that he got to do (laughs) (laughs) But other than that
2: yeah Marianne's the comedian but I came (laughs) up with a good one you
3: did
1: (laughs) During the time of lockdown and stuff like that, one one of the things I kept, I was blessed with the opportunity to continue talking with creative people, but one of the things that we don't talk about is 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 the moment of anger that a lot of creative people went through for the first six to seven months. How did you guys deal with that where you're going, I don't know what's next?
3: Uh,
2: I ha well, uh, you know. I had uh, just I had come off at 2019 at the end of 2019 I had come off a limited series called Homecoming on, um, on one of the Amazon Prime I think and so I was ready for a break um, and actually I'm not, I'm not too antsy about the next job I love being home I love being with Marianne you know and i can keep myself busy with just honeydew business around the house you know but um after a while you 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 do get the itch to get back to work and um i just i was fortunate enough there was a, a good uh script that shot in boston here where we live so um I've just finished that about three weeks ago. Um, so I'm uh, enjoying this break right now. you
1: know I, I miss people so much that my, my wife goes, the only place you're gonna be with people is go get a job at a grocery store and I said, I've never done that before and I did. My God, people in real life that that's a wow
3: it's really true and unlike you i really i miss that kind of socializing but we got to see that every day because we adopted two rescue dogs Aww. because Frenchie frenchy who was the custody dog uh passed away he was 17. Mm. who's in the film who's in, in the yep, film yep. and we adopted these two uh girl bichons um tt and sugar they sound like pole dancers they're from louisiana <laughs> and um we walk them every day, and you know, you just meet people that you see the same people walking, you know what I mean, walking your dog. So that was our only socializing, and that was kind of great that being able to actually see people. My, my rescue,
1: my rescue must be listening to you because I mean, she's sitting right here behind me in the studio, and she's. <laughs> She's a, she's a little talker i mean it's, <laughs> but don't you oh, love yeah, me we
3: have one of those we have one of those who goes on her back during the times when we're doing these uh, things and she oh. has what i call dog ass <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> well I, I love the way that you made it relatable in the very opening scenes in the way that you you, you were asked if you had the mask and then then of all things this this is a part i really busted a gut on is when you sneeze allergies allergies and because i did that too <laughs> you
3: could you didn't sneeze then you could right. cough or sneeze yeah it's too terrifying <laughs> even now still so, in a closed
1: place so, as as creative people how have you grown forward because you know in five to ten years nobody's going to believe that any of this took place how
3: have we grown from yeah, this gro- grown
1: because you, i mean you had a lone time inside your head and heart and you had a lone time between the two of you i mean as, as creative people you never stopped growing
3: But the thing is, is that sometimes you need that introverted time to create things. Mm -hmm. Like I finished the third book during the um, quarantine. I wrote a book about rescue dogs. I wrote uh, Five Dog Epiphany, which is about grief and mutual healing and rescues. And, uh, you know, actors, too, need to go within sometimes to just... recalibrate
2: and what and what and what social I you know Marianne's very very social and and I enjoy it too and we've gotten together with some couples so around the dinner table that's exactly what has come up I've asked folks during this two years of COVID have you have you felt a personal change or how how are you thinking or observing yourself and and can you know comment about it Mm -hmm. because i'm 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 still trying to look at myself and wonder you know how has this affected me Mm -hmm. and i'm still i'm still wondering you know
1: yeah i'm a daily writer so i journal every day and and i gotta be honest with you i i'm i'm in fear of going back to those days from march 13th forward of 2020 because i i sometimes i want to know what he was going through other times i'm going just leave it there it's for somebody else it's not for you
3: Yes, yes, I, I kept a plague diary too, and it was it was very helpful. I, I do that too. I think it's great. I do miss my family though, because I miss seeing the little ones, you know. And um, I didn't wanna, you know, we didn't wanna expose ourselves to kids who couldn't yet get vaccinated. So it was it was that was what. I miss the most being first generation Italian, right? I mean, both my parents were immigrants from Italy, so yeah. So it was like big family gatherings are a norm, you know. The, and I got introduced to good food for the first time.
1: <laughs> <Having finished laughs> <from all laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, that's interesting you bring up food because I found the kitchen. After all of these years, I found the kitchen. And, and now to this day, I still make a lot of soup. I love making Beautiful.
3: soup. I make soup every week for Chris Cooper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the word game, what? what cause the, the, I, everybody created the games or they played games when they were together. What? What was the decision to to, to play the word game in, in the in the oh, episode that's you're bee, in?
3: Bellingby, which I'm still addicted to from mm-hmm. the New York Times. Um, I, I'm already Queen huh? I've already done it this morning. <laughs> you know, so I am obsessed with that Chris isn't as obsessed with
1: word games <laughs> well you can no, feel, Marianne's, you can feel the, that
2: Marianne's the writer and she has this massive amount you know grammar knowledge of grammar and, nuns, and words and all that business Uh, I don't know how great an education I got in Missouri. You did.
3: uh,
2: (laughs) Well, at least I attempted, you know.
1: (laughs) So, Marianne, as that writer, do you ever, when when you're putting scenes together, does does Chris ever come by, read the paragraph, and and bring it to life by way of his acting? Because, I mean, we talk about a a John Lennon and Paul McCartney moment here.
3: Well, you know what? Chris is... Chris is somebody who reads all of my scripts and I get input from him. He's, he's wonderful at that. And I read stuff aloud because, you know, dialogue is important. I mean, and he's, he's been incredibly helpful with that. He reads everything I write. We're,
2: we're a pretty good team. And, you know, when I'm halfway interested about a particular script, I'll certainly ask Marianne to, you know, take a, take a read and we'll discuss it. And, uh, uh, and and some of the most important films I've done are, you know, she has coaxed me to uh, pursue, to actually, you know, to do, because some of them I've been on the fence about mm-hmm. and and they have proven to be some of the most um, uh, rewarding uh, jobs I've, you know, I've ever done.
3: Yeah, he didn't want to do American Beauty. He was kept, what? he was like, He was like, this "This script is getting darker and darker. I don't know if I want to go there. And I said, if you're afraid to do it, that means you should do (laughs) it. You're right. (laughs) You're so so right.
1: Do you ever look at yourself and say, you know, in a way, I am the Brian Dennehy of this generation because, Chris, you're everywhere, my man. And you pull (laughs) off those rules in a really huge way
2: oh man thank you thank you so much and and I I did you know I actually did work with Brian uh, uh, one time when they when we used to do movies of the week if you remember those yes uh, we'd have a 20-day shooting schedule and turn out these pieces Uh, so I appreciate that that's I consider that quite a quite a uh, reward to be compared to Brian he Mm. was um he was a great talent. Absolutely, Carson.
1: Marianne, are you gonna are you gonna release a book with your writing? Because you know, you know how they say about artwork. I mean, it, it moves through you. It's not for you. It's for those that receive it. So,
3: well, I've I've already actually written two memoirs. One nice. about our late son called Jesse, that was published by Simon and Schuster in 2010, and one about my mother, who was an immigrant who came here uh, to escape fascism in an arranged marriage it sounds so strange now it's called ma speaks up my mother was quite a powerhouse of a woman and uh very funny and uh so i wrote about her and now this third book is um five five dog epiphany about mutual healing and greek and rescue
1: is that is that available online for people to purchase at this point in time
3: no, my agent is just put it, going out there okay. with it, so we All shall see. It well, should be soon.
1: <laughs> I hope I, I get to have a conversation with you about that book when it's released then. Cool. Excellent.
3: Um, I'm ready for it. Well,
1: you guys, congratulations on this movie, Within. It really is a mover. It gets inside the heart, and I think that in a really incredible way, it helps people heal because they can relate.
3: Oh, I love hearing that. Yeah. Thank you, Arrow. Appreciate please, it, man.
1: Please come back anytime. The door is always going to be open for you guys.
3: Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much.
1: Be brilliant today.
4: All (laughs) right. You too. You too.